Now you guys are all set. Three. Three, two, so not only are you waiting on three, two, no days off, no days off, no days off, no days off. This is the Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. <laughs> With Andy Hart. That's a really interesting point. Andy. This microphone put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> no, I think I said that, Andy. And Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. Hannibal. Mister. Dot Commer on Weei. Dot com. Special edition of Off Day Podcast following the Patriots' preseason win over the Panthers, ten to three. It was awesome. It was a barn burner. You know why it was awesome? Why? What was the only touchdown of the night? Oh, James Devlin, obviously. Boom. What did Plowing you, in. Yeah, what did you say to me? I don't know. What? what he, said he's, to he said he's, he's supposed to do that. He's, well, he's, 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 he's a, a pro bowl fullback. He can do that anytime. You need a battering ram to get you a yard, he'll get you a yard. He'll get in there. That's not a problem. Other than that, the rest of the game was a little bit lackluster. I thought it went a lot longer than it should have. Or uh, yeah, have. that happens when you got Ron Rivera challenging multiple pass interference calls. And then Bill Belichick asked for explanations on special teams plays. Which he was actually correct, yes. and the officials had to clean it up. But no. Twice. Another week of penalties. But the big news of the day is... Patrick Chung. Yes, Patrick Chung indicted on uh, drug charges, cocaine charges in New Hampshire, and... Um, you know, the Patriots released a statement. Bill Belichick stood by that statement. Um, but it's certainly uh, another interesting issue surrounding the team that generally is at the epicenter of the NFL, in my opinion. And once again, uh, they are there. Yeah, after the game in the locker room, players were sort of asked about him. Um, Bill Belichick was. What was your reaction today when you heard the news that Pat Chung was facing a felony indictment in New Hampshire? Yeah, I think we released a statement on that. Obviously, not a lot of comment thing was no. made. No, um, you know, Devin McCourty went to the podium. He was asked for his uh, reaction. He said he didn't really have one. He is going to sort of like the media just see it play itself out, like the league. I mean, the league is basically letting the legal aspect play itself out before we start talking about potential four-game suspensions and things of that nature. Um, but I think we got a little clarity here as to maybe why Deron Harmon has spent so much time this summer working as a strong safety um, because the team may need to prepare for any time without Patrick Chung. Now, in terms of tonight uh, against the Panthers, Bill Belichick did say... Yeah, Pat hasn't played the whole preseason. Patrick hasn't played the entire post uh, preseason. So He's correct. Did not differentiate between is he not playing because he's still working back from his injury, his red jersey, those types of things, or was it due to the indictment? Uh, it could be a coincidence that he didn't play today and just extended it when pretty much everybody else who's considered a starting caliber player on defense or mm-hmm. offense played. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the Chung update. We'll get into more of that next week as things start to uh, play out. Um, but to me, the biggest takeaway from this Panthers game, where the Patriots moved to three and zero, by the way, in the preseason. Get, you think that these, matters? If, if this was the Colts, they'd have a banner getting ready to go. Get the duck boats ready, baby. Duck boats, duck boats. Uh. This defense. I don't care about the actual performance. They were dominant. Uh, the Panthers two first move downs the ball. in the first half, over five on third over down, over five on third down, twenty nine total yards, one point seven yards. Per there was nothing there for the Panthers. None. Seventeen plays, twenty nine yards. That's not going to do it in the National Football League. I don't really care about that. The personnel that this team can roll out there. They start with Winovich on the field, get rid of him. Hightower, the linebackers, the edge rushers, the the, the uh, defensive line, the back end. They are a deep, talented, experienced defense i i don't want to get ahead of myself because i think it's really hard to play defense in the national football league yes. and i'm not going to say the patriots are now a defense first team or a defense led team 
Yeah, I think you, you can say that. This defense is legit. They took what they've been doing on the practice field, then the joint practice field, took it to the game field. Some people behind us outside in the hallway, very excited about a preseason game. Um, but, no, this defense, if you're going to take a, a thumbs up on anything, as I do on WEI.com after these games, it's all about the defense. Yeah, I talked to multiple defensive players in the locker room after the game, and they spoke to how nice it is to play with guys who can, you know, with so many levels of the defense. The the front seven can get after the passer, and that makes it so much easier on the back end, whereas the front seven knows the back end's going to lock things down. They have more time to get after the quarterback. And I think that's going to be a theme for the whole year. Is And they can... They're so versatile with the guys that they have that they can go up against any offense and cater to who they're going against. So if they're going against a run-heavy team, they can play a lot of linebackers yep. and, and guys on the front seven. If they're going against a passing attack, load up the secondary. So I, I think this is really second, setting the stage for what is to be a, a big defensive season. And there are good defensive football players that probably aren't going to make the team. Yeah. Just when you get down to the numbers crunch, as we talk about that over the next 10 days or so, the August 31st cut down to 53 um, they have more than enough defensive players for this team, and that's everywhere. That's cornerback, linebacker, defensive line. There's going to be good football players that don't make this team. You and I will have a debate on a lot. Do you think Dietrich Wise is in trouble? Uh, I Why don't. can't we say that now? I think he's in trouble. Okay, you think he's in trouble. I, I think, think Mike Pennell's in trouble as I well. I think Mike Pennell's in trouble, but I don't think Dietrich Wise is. But wow. we can get to that on another day. Um, elsewhere, some of the positives, because I want this to be a little bit positive. Patriots are 3-0 and in the post, in the preseason. Yeah, why not? Uh, Sony Michelle, I thought, ran the ball well. It didn't necessarily show up in the final stats. I think he only had 10 for 36 or something yep. like that. Um, had a couple long runs. Called back. At least one long run. Called back. Both questionable holding calls, I thought. Yeah, the Izzo one early was a questionable. Very for questionable. Sure. And But I just thought he looked good. I thought he was making sharp cuts. I thought he had some burst. And I know people are looking for him not only to pick up where he left off last postseason when he was really good, but to, to advance from that. Catch the ball. You know, have some big plays, you know, some spark. And I think you saw some flashes a week after we saw that from Damian Harris. I think you saw some flashes of potential from Sony Michelle to be a better running back this year. I, I think the Patriots need that um, because I think they're going to rely more heavy on the running game with the absence of Rob Gronkowski. And we can get into this later on next week or whatever. I don't think this wide receiving depth is as deep as people think it is. It, it doesn't exist. Anybody, some of these stories that came out that this is one of the more talented, deep wide receiver groups in the NFL, I don't know what they're watching. I haven't done a whole assessment or a survey of across the NFL, but I just look to a place like Atlanta where you go Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Muhammad Sanu. Danny Edling. All, all, no, I stopped. Not only are you waiting on Julian Edelman to get on the field, and by the way, he was on the field warming up tonight. I think he's going to be out there. But I don't know when and what Josh Gordon is going to be for this team. I think people continue to have these dreams that he's going to just come in and be perfect and be here all year. I think you got to be careful there. Philip Dorsett was Philip Dorsett tonight. And what does that mean? Mr. Reliable. Seven catches right. on seven targets. And how many yards did he average per catch? He had 60-something yards. He's, he's, he doesn't do anything. If you have to build any portion of your passing game around Philip Dorsett, he's a, nice piece you're not, he's a complimentary four or five. You bump him up beyond that, and you are not a very good that's passing what you, attack. But that's what you want him to be. But ideally. what is he right now? I'd say he's a two. Because I don't know what Gordon is. I don't know when Gordon's going to be here. So until I know that he's on the field, I don't know what Gordon is. So it's Edelman and Dorsett. That's not a lot. Nikhil Harry, I don't know when he's getting out there. Right? Major question. Jacoby Myers had a little bit of a step back in his time. I think he's better with Jared Simmons as quarterback. Well, he is. But Jared Stidham will not be throwing to him. It'll be Tom Brady unless bad things happen. Do you want that on your conscience? Are you hoping for Stidham to be throwing to Myers? Because I don't think you want all of Patriot Nation coming after your ass. No, probably not. Okay, thank you. So Tom Brady... 
the baby steps into getting Jacoby Myers into the mix and feeling comfortable. Myers gave up on a deep ball. He knows that. He, by the way, he spoke in the locker room post game. I wouldn't say like please. I'm not really satisfied with it. I mean, I'm happy that I was able to get through in the first moment, but it still kind of bothered me the fact that we were able to get the win at the end of the day. I'd say. Is that intimidating moment when come give you that look after that play? I wouldn't say intimidating. I was like, man, this is. I'm really being yelled at by Tom <laughs> He is the perfect Patriot. He says all the right things. This guy he's is a like super impressive. James Devlin with your, well, no, uh, he's just super impressive. I think the maturity that he's shown in an interesting spot, undrafted, coming here, trying to win a role. There's lots of opportunity, but that creates pressure. Sometimes it's easier to just be in the background. He's in the foreground. He's been like the best story of August and all everything that's going on. But I do think there's a lot of room. And, and Brady made a comment, something to the effect of. We just got to get our guys out there or something like that. And I think that's what he's looking at. I don't think I he would felt like so. he was he, out there with his, his guys. He knows his three best receivers aren't on the field right, right. now. And so there's. I mean, you don't even know when those three guys are actually getting on the field because Demarius Thomas. Well, I guess. I don't think we've done a podcast since he was back on practice. We practice. haven't. So and he's, he's off PUP. He is. And I don't really understand why. Seems I, like they're rushing it. Um, which they didn't hear, have to with Gordon coming back. Well. If you put him on PUP, you pay him. That's the only thing I can think of. And that would be a negative spin, that they're trying to get him on the field so they could then cut him. But I think if but they, now all the rumblings I hear behind the scenes is everybody loves him. Brady loves him. The coaches love him. He's doing good work. Maybe they just think he's ready and sort of I mean, a I will say from what we saw of him on that Thursday in Nashville working out before the joint practice, he looked like a guy that was ready to go. Wow. A guy that was coming now back. Now basing it on guys working out before joint practices. That's what we got to go by here. What do you, what do you have to go crap, on, Andy? Where, where are you? you? I got nothing. You're at the I beach. have very little faith that Demarius Thomas is going to be a big-time factor in this passing game. I don't. No? Maybe he'll prove me wrong. I just – I think the guy had hoof hands and wilted in under pressure when he was at his best, when he was a Pro Bowl caliber receiver. He's coming – he's in his 30s, right, or he's right about 30, and he's coming off another torn – Achilles. Achilles, like, I don't know. I'm just dubious. Call me a pessimist. Call me whatever you want. I just, until I see it with my own eyes when he's out there catching, I don't know, six passes for 97 yards and a touchdown, I am not believing that he's So we really didn't that. learn much about the wide receiving group tonight, did we? Not no. really. No, not at all. Because no one was on the field. I don't know if you know, there's a game coming And you're soon. probably not going to learn anything next week against no. the Giants. No, you're going to go into that game with Edelman. The, you know the, that, for sure. The first game, and maybe Gordon, and maybe there'll be that instant reconnection with Brady. But remember last year when he, it was like, is he in shape? Is he not in shape? Has he lost some burst? Has he not lost burst? I feel like we're going to be having all those same questions whenever he hits the field. There's also the possibility that the Patriots keep him on NFI until week six. Right. I don't think that's the best thing for Josh Gordon, especially what with him. that's one of the conditions? Any fl- chance that that's a uh, little wink, nod, a, a conditional agreement? We're going to put give him back to you. You can work with him, but he's on NFI. He'll be around the building, but you don't have to pay him, and you wait six weeks, and we see if this little sample of getting back to football is okay. I don't think that's the best thing for Josh Gordon. Why? I think from his – I just think him being around the game of football and not being able to play isn't the best thing to play with somebody. Has he been punished properly? He missed, what, two, five total games, including yes. three playoff games? Yeah. So, yes, he has been punished. For a guy who's previously been suspended for full seasons, now missing five games is you don't enough. know what You don't know what he did in the offseason. You don't know what he's done to prove himself. I do know that he has a litany of um, relapses in his history. I'm, which is my point. I don't think him 
not playing football is the best thing for him. Well, playing football wasn't the best thing for him last year because he had a relapse midseason. The thing that Roger Goodell spoke to was they want what's right for Josh Gordon. He's right. rooting for Josh Gordon. Putting a condition into his reinstatement that he can't play for six weeks is not good for Josh. Maybe you Gordon. earn your way back by being around the team and proving. Then yeah, don't I can reinstate keep him. The straight and narrow. Then don't reinstate him. Well, but then he can't be around football. He can't be around the team because he's suspended. He wouldn't be part of the Patriots. So NFI is a way for him to be around the team, get back in the building, and yet not be totally back on the team and without you know earning it. I think it's interesting. Now he may be there week one. That was posed by I think Schefter right yeah. when it happened that yes. he'll be available or should be available. Should week be available one. for week one. We'll see. Maybe he's going to be available week one. I just the receiver position is interest interesting, and I think if anything, it took a half a step back tonight with Myers and Brady not clicking. I would agree because it wasn't just the deep ball that Myers gave up on. There was a, there was a little pass in, over the middle. Yeah, a little pass over the middle. That did he drift? It was it behind him? There were some issues there. It didn't work. He was down on himself. He admitted it. He was sort of down on himself. And but he also said he thinks he needed it, that this will be good for him. He'll grow from it. He'll learn from it. So we'll see where that goes. The other big topic of the game, Jared Sidham backed up Tom Brady. Brian yes. Hoyer did not play. Did you read anything into that? Uh, Brian Hoyer's played a lot of football, you know. I That's heard Bill that. said. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't read anything into it. I am not sold they are keeping three quarterbacks. No, I've cracked a I think little tonight bit here. sort of adds that um, that's a possibility. Cause my, see, my thing is probably different than Bill's. I don't know what Bill thinks of Brian Hoyer. I, I know he, he likes Brian Hoyer. Oh, yeah. Part of the um, reason Garoppolo was traded where he was traded no, was, was to Brian make sure Hoyer. they could get Brian Hoyer Correct. to get a backup quarterback. Um, I don't feel the same way about Hoyer. So no. for me, when Brady goes down, you're in trouble, whether it's Hoyer, whether it's Stidham. Now, I'd be a big believer, throw Stidham out there, get right at it, you know, see what he can be if this happened midseason. Um, so I think I'm starting to lean towards keeping two quarterbacks because I think the roster's loaded, and to keep three quarterbacks is going to keep a better player off the roster. That's where I lied. That there's going to be some tough cuts when you run into that 51, 52, 53, right. and you can buy yourself a player by cutting Brian Hoyer. One guy who was already cut, Ryan Allen. So we have Jake Bailey as the punter. Bill Belichick said, quote, we thought he was the better punter. Made it very simple. I like when he simplifies those things for us. Uh, oh, Jake so Bailey easy, may, easy not be, understand. may not be the better holder. Uh, he had a uh, hold tonight where it looked like the laces weren't exactly where they're supposed to be. Nope. And for the third consecutive preseason game, Steven Gostowski missed a field I goal. I do believe that Bailey's been the holder for all three of them as well. I thought it was two out of the three. You might be right. I thought one of them was Allen and two of them were Bailey. But, the first game was Allen? Um, I, I, yeah, I believe so. Okay. And my concern here is... Steven Gostowski, I think, has his own issues with confidence and kicks and things, and you're throwing a, a little wrench in the whole mechanism here, and if he snowballs for the negative, I just wonder where this is going to go. I think it bears watching. I'm not saying it's panic time. But what do you do? Well, you can't do anything. That's you already did what you do. That's what I'm saying. You did what you do, and you cut Ryan Allen, so you've moved on. You're not bringing in another kicker. By the way, I think Ryan Allen is in the inferior punter. If you just watch Jake Bailey, he's a better punter. Oh, there's no question there is they made no the right doubt decision. about it. Yeah. Okay, so you, you got to work through this. You got to work through this. It's, it's it's holding. And back in the day, they just took a backup quarterback or any jag and threw him out there, and he held. You, you got to find a way to hold. Get better at it. Um, <laughs> so that's something that worth watching over the final uh, or last week of preseason and then into the regular season. Because you know, Steelers, good game could come down to a field goal. Could be the open end of the stadium near the lighthouse late in a primetime Sunday night game. Is Steven Gostowski ready? I would think that's on the top of your list of priorities to try to get it right at the last preseason game. I don't know how much. You also, can... one of those things you're not sure it's right until you know it actually you find happens. out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it wasn't right. Oh, it was right. He made, he nailed it. We win. Yay! One or no? 
What are some other things that stood out tonight to you on def- defense, especially defensive side of the ball beyond the personnel? Um, which oh, play I calling, play calling. There well, was there's been sort of this notion. I'm sure, it's Mayo. I, don't I know. Really, even like warmups, I was watching when they do you know any of the like skeleton eleven on eleven. It's Bill and Mayo standing together. Then they broke up, and Bill and Mayo just stood there talking still. I just see Mayo and Bill, Bill and Mayo. So. It's going to be on a Tuesday. Those two put the game plan together, and then I think on Sunday, Mayo's going to call it. Yeah, the thing that stood out to me was all the coaches obviously are on the headsets. That's been known for years. Yeah. But the only guy that has an actual play sheet in his hand is Mayo. Mayo. Right. And now we're getting – that's three games in. We're coming down the wire here to just change things up. And in the fourth preseason game, usually Bill lets – Somebody else, yeah. Like the the next guy in line. Probably won't this year. Probably not. On on defense. He's got a guy that's never actually – Called. They've done it on offense too. Chad O'Shea did it last year on offense. Right. So they usually throw the next in line. Who does for the, it this year? For Kay- offense, Nick Haley. Uh, I'm like Ivan Fears is in the might just be Josh. Plays. Might just be Josh this year, <laughs> and it certainly should be Mayo this year on defense. Yeah, you need all the reps you can get. I actually did talk to Stefan Gilmore about the communication, how that was. He said that there was no issues with having a new guy call in. He said he likes the aggressiveness where things building off of Flores. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you pointed out there was one uh, blitz play. Deron where Harmon, Deron Harmon blitz. You pointed out that if McCaffrey, if there had been the a ball, better throw on a little screen to McCaffrey, he may still be running, as my old friend Paul Perillo used to say. Uh, it was wide open, and he's a dynamic player. But uh, get back to where we started. The defense is good right now. That's a dynamic potential offense. Now they were out there for the first time themselves. Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, those guys. But I thought they hemmed in Cam Newton. They knocked him out of the game eventually on a sack. He left the building in a walking boot, apparently. And Christian McCaffrey, they didn't let burn him. And we've seen um, athletes like that give this team problems, especially early in seasons where they're not all quite on the same page. So I'm coming away from this game with nothing but positives. It was a lackluster game. It was a little boring. There were penalties. But I'm going to focus on a couple things. Tom Brady played and didn't get hurt. I guess that's a positive, positive. all the other injuries. All the defensive guys played and looked good in the first half. Looked pretty damn near dominant. Um, and what else I got for positive? Oh, Sony Michelle, boom, three positives. I guess before we before we go, we got to talk all the injuries. That was the this guy's always negative. See me trying to be positive and you trying to be. This negative. was one of talk the about bigger, the injuries. What we just gonna ignore the well, biggest storyline uh, of the game? And um, I don't know if that was the biggest storyline of the game. Of course it was. What, what was the biggest name? The the storyline is all the injuries. They're not going to be able to to go on without Brandon King. Kyle. I like Brandon King and all. He's a really nice guy, but he's a special teamer. Okay, Kyle Van Noy. Came back. Okay, it's still something so to he's monitor. Fine. He walked in the locker room with a sleeve on his leg. Something to monitor. Brady's worn a sleeve for five years. He seems fine to me. Nate if Kyle Van Oy hadn't come back, I'd, I'd be worried about it. Lance Kendricks. Eh? You have no one, no tight ends. Eh? Uh, Gunnar Slavsky. I didn't include Lance Kendricks in my tight end list, so Gunner. I didn't need him. Gunnar may not be able to be on the practice squad now because he's hurt. Okay. Name an injury that really is costly and you don't have a guy that could possibly replace him. I didn't say that. I think you, they're worth noting. Okay, you're, they're you're worth just, noting. You're just going to ignore what happened? No. They're cutting into the depth. The important injuries already happened. Matt Lacoste, injured. Nikhil Harry, injured. Those didn't change tonight, right? Okay. It's still a storyline from this game. Yeah, but it's not the top storyline. You're negative. The top storyline is this defense is ready to kick ass, take names, and win titles. All right. So we will be coming at you next, early next week? Sure, early next week, Ron Burgundy? I guess. Yes, we'll be coming at you early next week.
with a full podcast uh, breaking down everything Patriots related. We'll get more into the Patrick Trung situation. Will we? You think we'll have more information at that point? Because I'm not sure we, we can will. talk about how it affects the team because we'll have updated 53-man rosters. You're damn right we will. We'll have breakdowns of the wide receiver position, how that's going to shake right out. Damn right we will. Um, breakdown. We'll preview the fourth preseason game. That's always fun. I always like doing that. <laughs> I don't think we'll be getting into much of that. Maybe we can look ahead to the Steelers. Who knows? We might. We should. Uh, questions are always welcome. Tweet at us. Yes. At Off Day Pod. Keep those followers coming. We've really been stacking them up. I think Andy's, we're going to blow by those losers at the skate. <laughs> Andy's done a nice job uh, finally getting involved. I would like some steak. That's what I'm looking for. We had uh, John Anderson on hand tonight. Got a compliment on the Twitter account. Hi. I don't know who he is. He's got no hat on, no glasses. <laughs> yeah, no I don't hair. even know what this kid looks like. That's I d- good. Don't learn him. We don't need him. <laughs> the talent's right here. <laughs> But yes, follow us on social you media. Wrap this up or we're yeah. just going to babble for 10 minutes. Follow us on social media. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Andy's making faces at me. Yeah. So Sorry. we'll uh, see you next week. Peace.